The Corner Andrew Show Podcast. Good morning, my many friends. I'm Gunner Andrews Show Studio Usher, Teddy Peterson. Today is Michael Bolton's 61st birthday. To celebrate, save 10% on installation of the Garnco Michael Bolton Car Alarm. The Michael Bolton Car Alarm immobilizes the thief by blasting unlistenable adult contemporary music. Listen to this actual audio of the Michael Bolton car alarm in action. Yo, Jimmy, let's steal this car. Yeah, let's do it. Let's steal this car. The Michael Bolton car alarm. It'll have thieves bolted. Now silence, silence, they say. For can't you see we're trying to do a show here? Here comes another steaming pant load of Garner Andrews show on the Sonic. Casting go from Sonic 1029. Garner. Hello. What's happening? Uh, you know, just trying to eke out a living. Well, aren't we all in some way, shape, or form, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, listen, a uh, friendly reminder just to the drivers out there. Um, I'm, I'm really appreciating it that I'm seeing a higher amount of people that are turning their lights on. However, what comes with that is a higher amount of morons that don't understand the little blue light on their dash. doesn't mean their lights are on. It means their high beams are on. Okay. <laughs> we need a jingle for you. We need a jingle like, uh, and that's it for Super Condescending Driver Man. <laughs> well, I mean... It's just, it, it's really not that hard of a concept to realize that people are flashing their lights yeah. at you. Not because they like you, but because you're stupid. I sort of think, though, too, because the weather, it got warm enough. Yes, well, everybody's car's really dirty now, so your headlights are kind of got a layer of grid on them. And people are like, well, I guess I need to kick her up a notch. <laughs> Apparently, while well, they're, they're likely to get their lights kicked out rather than kicked okay. up a notch. Uh, thank you for the phone call, super condescending driver man. <laughs> thank you very much. How to speak in a condescending tone. Lesson one. Does uh, Rosetta Stone offer that? Is there a language tape available to learn how to speak in a condescending tone? There should be. There should be. It's a Sonic Podcast. Hey, um, I just want to say I don't like the tone of that last guy's voice. <laughs> he sounded very tired. What's with everybody today? I don't know. You're talking about the guy. Hang on a second, Forrest. I want to go to the replay room. He called, I don't know, 15 minutes or so ago. And then I told him, have a good day. And he said, okay, you have a good day there, champ. Don't tell me what to do. Uh, the only then, thing missing from that was uh, maybe he could have added a, you're not the boss of me. Right. I think everybody yeah. needs to, uh, you know what we're doing today? We're going hoboing and we're going to hop the next, uh, we're next, hop the next box car out of Frown Town. And where are we headed? Smileville? You don't sound so sure on that. I don't like the tone in your voice, Garner. I don't like the tone in your voice. I don't like the tone in anybody's voice today. I said well, good. You... I said good day. <laughs> Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me as we go on a little hobo excursion today? There's tracks right behind the radio station. I'm heading out. Are you coming? Put all, put all your worldly belongings 
like your end tables, um, the china that you inherited from your grandmother, your 10 or 11 favorite books. Tie them all up in a little handkerchief and put them on the end of a stick. Let's go. It's the Southern Podcast. Hi, Garner. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Wonderful. Do you think there'd be a live volcano at Manland? A live volcano? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, we had some, it's Lisa from Calgary now back in Edmonton, and uh, we had some guests over last night, and they were talking about how your show's been a little bit depressing lately. They're new to the city, and they're like, just had that kind of tone, so I was like, well, Garner used to talk a lot about Manland and all kinds of really fun things and pie. <laughs> wow. They said guess- it was depressing lately? I don't think it's... I- Maybe it has been. Maybe it has been. I don't know. And then you got the cranky people, then the drunk people calling in. I don't know if it's the winter blues. I don't know. I do sort of feel like maybe uh, maybe we do have the winter blues this year more than we did last year or the year before. Because this winter, and I, by we, I don't mean just us here on the show. I mean everybody. <laughs> because this has been a pretty miserable winter. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was really cloudy for a long time, right? Because mm-hmm. it was really warm, so we weren't getting the uh, the frigid cold with the big blue skies. So, and then all yeah. of a sudden, bam! Nothing but cold weather, and it doesn't help. To usually, you know, the city of Edmonton gets through the winter because every now and again, your uh, your local professional sports franchise goes on a winning streak. Yeah, well, those Oil Kings—they won eleven. <laughs> well, I, I know, I know, really. I, and it's not that people don't care about the Oil Kings, but. I don't know either, but people need to cheer up. And so, like I say, I don't know if it if it takes bringing up an old idea, talking about it, getting excited about something again. Manland, my dream, the amusement park for men. I know. I was wearing my Manland shirt the other day, and so of course somebody, what is that? So I had to go on about wrestling bears and jumping a canyon on a on a motorbike, and yeah. the idea came to me one day. I was driving between Saskatoon and Edmonton, coming home one day, and I just saw heavy equipment in the ditch. <laughs> there was nobody around. I just thought, I wonder if I could hop on one of those things and fire it up and just dig a hole. I'd like to try some heavy equipment, just digging a hole somewhere. And then I thought, we should start an amusement park for men. And that's how the idea was born. Heavy equipment, digging holes in the middle of the prairie. With no girls telling us that we should have potpourri and doilies and stuff and wrecking manland. We talked about Manland for weeks on end back in the day, didn't we? Even came up with this jingle, too. My favorite line in the jingle is where you get to punch a deer in the face or something like that. Play it, Amber. Drinking, fighting, shooting, atmosphere polluting, our gift shop is for looting, Manland. In any kind of weather, get your bugs together, and jump a canyon on a it's Wednesday, February 26th, and this is what's making news. Coldplay surprised us by releasing a brand new song. It's called Midnight, and it's believed to be taken off Coldplay's upcoming new album. However, very little detail has been revealed about it. You can listen to that new song, though, at Sonic1029.com. Sonic! 
Oasis have announced that they're going to release a reissue of their debut album, Definitely Maybe. This reissue is going to come out in May. It's to celebrate the 20th anniversary of that record. As for potential Oasis live shows, no, they still hate each other's guts. Sonic! And keeping with today's British theme, Damon Albarn has told Rolling Stone that he plans to perform both Blur and Gorillaz songs during his upcoming solo tour, which will be in support of his first solo album. But as for new music from either one of those bands, Albarn says not anytime soon. That does it for another edition of Music News You Can Use on Sonic. Sonic 1029. Ah, the topic of Manland came up on the show. It's my dream. A manly, manly amusement park called Manland. Now everybody's calling about it again. Go ahead. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but in Vegas they do have a uh, man land where you can <sighs> yeah. operate heavy machinery. Yeah, I know. It's called Diggerland. And honest yeah. to God, this idea of man land, I cooked up this idea and I, it was nine years ago. Almost nine <laughs> years ago that I was talking about it on this show. And since then... These uh, manlands have popped up. There's one, I think, in Sweden or Denmark or Norway. Yeah. Yeah, they're all the same country. And then another uh, one in Las Vegas. Do you get for that idea? No. But not, uh, a week, not a week goes by where somebody doesn't email me the link to Diggerland. Oh, no. Yeah. It's expensive, too. about his million dollars? No, I want to see a guy punch a sober, not sleepy bear for a million dollars. That's well, what I want to see. He said that we tranquilize a bear, and just as he's about to go down for the count, you get to go in there and fight with the nah, grizzly. don't tranquilize the bear. That's even better. Mm, okay. Did you <laughs> see that footage last week? Speaking of wild animals, did you, that, that zoo in China where... I, I feel bad talking about this because clearly the guy had some mental problems, and he was trying to end his life, so he jumped into the tiger enclosure... Oh, yeah, there's been a few of those and kind was of incidents. taunting the tigers, but yet the tigers were like, nah, nah. Like, you're already feeling bad enough about yourself, and now the tigers don't even want you? Like, Someone did that at SeaWorld in San Diego years ago, too, with the killer whales, and that didn't end good. In the killer whale tank? Jumped in the killer whale tank, and basically they said what happened. The way they described it was basically it, it bit his genitals off and other parts. Oh. Yeah, not a good ending, but they think this guy was mentally deranged and had yeah. issues. Okay. Not good. All right, Garner, you have a good day. Suddenly the show just took a turn for the depressing. Got onto the topic of Manland again this morning for some reason. My amusement park for men, where you get to go and uh, jump a canyon on a motorcycle. Everybody gets their own chimp when you walk in the door, so you have a chimp buddy all day long. A leather vest, of course you'll be wearing a leather vest and starting a mattress fire. Punching a deer out, clubbing a seal, that kind of stuff. Manland, the amusement park for men. And you want to add to the, uh, to the, the idea? Go ahead. Over the weekend, we were a little liquor up in Canmore, and we're uh, having some fun, and one of my friends came up with this idea to make a million dollars. Now, I have to share it, because, I mean, it's horrible, but at the same time, it might actually work. Okay, I love now, a good million... I never do this, but okay. uh, he says, you know, because he's saying you'll punch a deer and stuff like that, he says, uh, get like a grizzly bear or something like that, something like that uh, crank it up so that, you know, it, it's not quite as sleep yet, but almost, and then just get some rich person to pay, you know, 100, 100 grand or something like that to walk up to the, to the bear and punch it out. 
this, uh, this is just horribly irresponsible radio, but at the same time wildly entertaining because it's like something out of a cartoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but, uh, so the bear is just sort of laying on the ground, st- groggy, like it could still maybe lift a paw and just sort of gently swing it at you, sort of like the way you swing your arm around when your arm is asleep. It's, yeah, it's not yeah. going to do any damage, but it's it appears that the bear is fighting back, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yeah okay. So Pete's convinced you can make a million dollars that way, and I'm like, um... All right. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, thank you for this. You have a good day. (laughs) You too. Take care. I'll just be over here dealing with angry callers. (laughs) You know, this is done jokingly, right? We're not actually going to tranquilize a grizzly bear and let you punch it out. Have you ever done that, though, where you wake up, your alarm is going off? Me, 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 me. Maybe your wife, girlfriend, whoever you sleep with is laying next to you and you don't want them to wake up. But you've been sleeping on your arm all night and your alarm is blaring and you roll over and you're trying to shut it off. But your arm is asleep and you're... You look sort of like one of those inflatable guys that sort of bobs in the wind in front of mattress stores. Knocking your clock and your lamp and everything else off your nightstand. That's the worst. Podcast. Talking a little while ago about sometimes when you uh, your alarm goes off in the morning and you've been sleeping on your arm, your alarm turning off arm all night. <laughs> your arm's asleep and you got to start slapping at your alarm clock. Stuff flying everywhere. Anyway, somebody else wants to talk about that. Go ahead. Hey Garner, how's it going, man? Good. I didn't. I had a one time when I woke up. It wasn't to do with my alarm, but I, like you know how sometimes you wake up startled and you look around. Mm-hmm. You kind of turn really quick. Yeah, uh, you're I did, sur- I did that one time, and it. I didn't realize my arm was completely asleep, and it flew into my girlfriend's face. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's, that's what you told the cops, right? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Um, it is a weird feeling when you wake up like that startled. It's like you're not in control of your body because your arm's asleep. What if there was an yeah. intruder in your home and you had to, you had to fend off and, it, and you're like doing you that weird little pool noodle slappy thing on him? You turn to the side and just twist your body back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully it freaks him out enough. Yeah, he feels sort of like he's fighting one of those inflatable things you see in front of the carpet store. The wacky, waving, inflatable, flailing arm man? Yeah, that's that. From Family Guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> God, I love that. Uh, who is this? This is Jesse. Hey, Jesse, thanks for this, buddy. You have a good day. Yeah, you too, man. The Modern Rock Tour. The Modern Rock Tour. Sonic Scott. The Modern Rock Tour with Garner Andrews and so much more. Can you guess what's behind the Modern Rock Tour? Natalie was on the Sonic Rock Door today and she fell off the swing of shame. It is not Kings of Leon Temple. So on Thursday morning, $1,952 could be yours. That's a pretty good hunk of cheddar. And to claim it as your own, all you have to do is correctly identify that mystery song and artist. Head over to Sonic1029.com where not only is there a list of all the previous guesses, but there is the Sonic Rock Door clip, which you can listen to as many times as you need to to finally figure this thing out. Tune into the Garner Andrews Show. We, 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 we 
weekday mornings at 820. As the modern rock door jackpot grows. Sonic 1029. Oh, Sonic 1029. Modern rock. Hi, uh, I had a forbidden lust for you. Forbidden lust. God, I love forbidden lust. <laughs> Steve-O from Jackass. Oh, uh, really? Wow. Is he forbidden? I don't know, but I got to meet him and it was pretty sick. Did you make out with him? No. No. Did he do anything weird when you met him or was he sweet? Was he, what was he like? He was really sweet. I had his book and he was really excited about that. And he signed it for you? Oh, yeah. Now, did he put your name on it to so-and-so and then sign it or did he just sign it? He put my name on it. Yeah, that's going to suck though when you go put that on eBay because nobody's going to want to buy a personalized autograph. <laughs> That's never going to go on eBay, I can guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Steve-O, I'm going to have to send that one upstairs to the judges. I mean, he's forbidden in the way that he might be a little bit mentally unstable. <laughs> but I don't think he's a bad-looking guy, is he? I don't think so. All of my friends think that he's not attractive at all. But you like bad boys, don't you? I just like Steve-O. <laughs> What's your first name? Madison. Madison. Okay, thank you. We'll send that one upstairs to the Forbidden Lost Judges. I also need to send a couple upstairs, too, because uh, I was out with my friends Trevor and Kent last night, and we were having some beers and eating some chicken wings and talking about Forbidden Lust. Of course, the uh, topic surfaced there, too. And a couple, of, uh, a couple of people came up. The girl, and I don't know what her name is. I should have looked it up before I started blabbing away on the radio. But have you ever seen the show Bearing Sea Gold? It's like one of those Discovery Channel shows. It's like... Anytime you can find a group of profoundly stupid people doing dangerous jobs, it's like... TV show. There's a TV show. There's a girl on there, and she's one of the divers, or she owns one of the companies that's looking for Bering Seagull. Forbidden Lust. Maybe just a little bit. But my friends Kent and Trevor, they I've seen the commercial... But I never, re I think she's too good looking. But both those guys immediately went, girl from the President's Choice Banking commercial. The one where the guy's at a yard sale and he's looking at a speedboat and then he's looking at a lawn tractor and she's on the phone. You be the judge. Is she a forbidden lust? Is she? It's the Garner Andrews Show to Go. Want to hear more stuff like this? Check out the Lane Mitchell Podcast. Available for free at Sonic1029.com. Hello? Morning, Garner. Hello? Hi, I just wanted to weigh in on Napoleon Dynamite, funny or not funny. Well, it seems kind of odd to be talking about a movie that's uh, nearly <laughs> 10 years old. But a guy called earlier this morning and said, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of like Napoleon Dynamite's dad. And yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I guess maybe I'll take that as a compliment. I have no idea. But um, it, it's sort of that movie... There aren't too many people that walked out of that movie and said, oh, that was okay. They were either yeah. like bent over laughing or, or had that yeah. look on the face like, what the hell was that? Yeah, why did I pay money? Yeah. I rented it and I turned it off halfway through and I was like, this is the dumbest I've ever seen. And then I was talking about it later with someone who watched it and I was in stitches laughing and I was like, I have to go finish the movie now. And did you go back and climb back yeah, on the Napoleon totally. Dynamite? and I loved it, right? It was while I was first watching it that I was like, this is a waste of my time. I can't believe it. But when you talk about how ironic it is with other people, that's where the beauty of the humor came out. And I went back and I love that movie. Yeah. I guess it's sort of funny when you sit back and you think of what it costs 
to get a film made. And, it, it, and then you start imagining, okay, a guy walked into some some producer's office and made the pitch for this movie and successfully got it made. I slow clap that guy because there's nothing going on in the movie. If somebody asks you, hey, what's Napoleon Dynamite all about? You kind of go, well, it's about, um, I don't know. You're right, exactly. <laughs> just a lot of awkward silence. Yeah, and the and the uncle and the and playing football with himself, and then the tetherball at the end. Of, where did they find that pole to tie the string on with for the tetherball? I mean, no I one. That's and it is gone. And Napoleon Dynamite is, when you look at it from a cinematographer's viewpoint, it is, uh, it's beautifully shot, actually. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. This is the Garner Andrews Show to go. Like, get the hell out of here.